Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm Jennifer Zamparelli. And I'm Lottie Ryan. And this is our podcast where we discuss real life parenting, the good, the bad and the ugly. So this week we talk summer school, solo parenting and gender reveal parties. Shame on you, Lottie. Stop it. Sorry. Not to mention, you went out in public again and shock horror, something went wrong. This is Jen and Lottie, Do Parenting. Please note, Jen and Lottie do not claim to be experts. Excuse me? I have a beautiful boy. I am an expert. Well, I haven't a clue what I'm doing. I'm pretty sure we're all just winging it. Should we get to it? Let's do it. Oh, how how was your week? My week has been um, interesting. I'll I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> Fabio went off on a jaunt, Jen. Where'd he go? He went off on a little jolly old holiday to Italia. Was he on a stag? Uh, no, he was not on a stag. He was going to his grandmother's 80th birthday party. His nonna? His nonna. Oh my God. Can nonna. We ju- can we just have a moment for the nonnas? For nonna Ida. Sorry, what? Nonna Ida. Nonna Ida. Yeah. Because they're very different to grannies, I find. Oh, it's a whole other breed. They're like hardcore. Hardcore. Um, they live to like 210 or yeah, something. Yeah, and this woman... I'm a, I'm afraid of this woman. She's you know she's tough as nails. Okay, um, and she's she means business. Okay, Ida means business. Okay, so now he, would she have would she have been very upset if he didn't go to her party? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think she she claimed she wasn't expecting anything. Okay. But Fabio and his brother and his sister surprised her. But I mean, in the video, she's kind of like, yeah, okay. Like she was expecting it. Of course she you was. Know, She's she, a nonna. They have to be there. So he was going over. It was just for the weekend. Okay. So I was solo parenting for the weekend. And I thought, Jen, no big deal. Jen, it's a very big deal. It is a very big deal. It's it's not easy. It's sharing the load with somebody is just so important. It's a privilege, it's really, a, if you can do it and if you a, have that in your life. Oh, listen, 100%. Even little things like trying to put a wash on, but he's hanging out of my leg and I don't have anybody there to help me. And it was just, it's really full on. And little things like this is, I don't know, is this embarrassing or if you're going to slag me? Oh, please but do. I'm a little bit nervous going to bed on my own. <gasps> yeah, I get just that. Just being on my own in the evenings. Were you a scaredy cat? I was a little bit of a scaredy cat, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you just, sleep with a bat or anything? I slept with a bat. I slept with everything. The, every door in the house triple locked. You know, it was just... Not just that I was afraid being on my own, not having a man in the house with me, but I was kind of like, oh my God, God forbid anything happened and you're on your own. Lottie. Do you ever lie in bed and have like that, those thoughts, you know, those thoughts like, what would I do if somebody got into my house? Yeah, all the time. Do you? All the time. So my plan is, right, 
Okay. I'll tell you mine afterwards. Okay, so the plan is I hear someone downstairs. I run to the young fella's room because he's the smallest. I can pick him up quickest. And then I run to Florence's room and I lock her door. I I close it. Sorry, can I interrupt you for one sec? Yeah. Have you just chosen your favourite child? No. You just said I'll run to the young fella's room first. He's smaller. He's easier to pick up. Okay, okay, continue. I don't have favourite children. Okay. Okay. My parents did, but go on. Rex. Rex is my mum's favourite. Well, it wasn't you. Definitely wasn't you anyway. No, no. <laughs> no. Okay. My mum's favourite's Rex. And then I get out onto the window. I oh. get out into I out the window onto the little ledge. That's what I would do and I would just stay there until someone... Is there enough room for three of you there? Yeah, I would just stay there and scream until someone came and got me. I think it's a terrible idea. Yeah, it's probably flawed a lot. But I think those thoughts, come; they creep into your head, don't they? Okay, in so the, here's my idea. Oh, go on. Okay, so my bed in in the bedroom is one of those beds that opens up. Like there's storage underneath it. Mm-hmm. So my plan is if I hear somebody, I grab Wolf because he's in the bed with me. Because we're co-sleeping. That's handy. That's handy. <laughs> that is a huge advantage. It pays to co-sleep. Um, and um, where... Uh, Wherever Fabio is, I don't know. He's probably not at home. He's at the nonas. He's at the nonas. And we get in under the bed into the storage and I pull it down on top of me. So we're hidden. We're gone. That's really good. We're in like a a box, basically. Yeah. That's the plan. Your child would never stay quiet. That's the problem. Yeah, so that's the giveaway. That is a problem. Did you have plans like that when you were a kid? When I was small? Yeah. No one was coming to my house. We used to have um, practice runs. What? In my home. Did you? Yeah, we had practice runs if if somebody broke in or if there was a fire. Well, that is actually a really good idea. I know Myling Class, you know, the presenter, and she was on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. She did drills every four weeks with her, I think she's three children, if there was a fire in the house. Walk down, get on the ground, out the door. And she took a video of them. I think it's probably still online. And I, um, at first I thought, the woman is a lunatic. But mm. then I thought, that is very clever. At least they know exactly what to do in well, that situation. Well, every four weeks seems intense. That, yeah, I suppose it is. It's a four weeks, excessive. but we did do it on the regular enough. Like regularly enough that it's embedded in my brain. So what did you, like what was the plan well, for the Well, we know what rooms, we have panic buttons, first of all. You had panic buttons in your house? Yeah. Oh, I want to be a Ryan. What? you want a panic button? She went to like Disney World and have panic buttons in her house. Panic buttons aren't cool. And you'd know what way you're supposed to go before the lasers came on. Do you... Sorry. Do you... What do you mean lasers? The lasers, the beams in the house that would knock off certain alarm systems. And then we knew what window would have the ladder to get down out the, ba- out the house. Well, I suppose you had to have these laser beams in your house to protect all your gold bars. That you used to no, have to under your bed. Our, our lives, Jen. Well, you did have a load of people rock up to your house with um, golf clubs, golf clubs, and baseball yeah. bats. So it's a good idea. I think always have those kind of plans. Have those plans. You don't need laser beams. No, you don't need laser beams and panic buttons. Just have nobody a plan. wanted to get into my house in Baldor. Like nobody, nobody like, even called to the door. Well, they did knickknacks. They did knickknacks, and we did have a cat that used to knock on the door. Used to I get beg up. your pardon. He, the cat. We had a cat that used to get up and pull on the knocker. You know, when you put your, your letters through and I had a knocker, you used to, very clever cat. Very clever wow. cat. Yeah, but apart from the cat, nobody else Nobody knocked. cared. Nobody cared. Nobody cared whatsoever. So that was your week. So are, are you 
I think if you do it once, then you're kind of used to it. And it does get easier, that whole solo, oh, they're gone away and I'm by myself and I'm responsible for everything. I hope it gets easier, but it definitely gave me an appreciation for people who have to parent solo full time because it's Mm. just, I mean, it is so difficult. And I have had the tiniest whimper of a taste because I did what, what, like three nights on my own? That was it. I was just, and you know, I didn't have my mum staying with me or my sisters rocking up to help. It was just me and Wolf for the three days. Oh my God, you're you, so dead. You just, you just threw shade at your family again. Oh crap. You just said that they didn't help you and you're on your own for three days. Did everybody get that? Do you hear that? Yeah. Did you hear and that? I, I well? had to promise in Co- the family. Colin, do you hear that? He's no, bit, yeah. don't. Scrap yeah. it, scrap it. We've all please. heard that. The Ryans. I had oh. to put in my family WhatsApp group that I would stop dragging them in the podcast because they're like, we're not going to share your podcast anymore. <laughs> but it just comes so naturally to you. You're so good But I was at like, it. guys, I just have to tell my real life experiences. I just can't lie that you're I can't terrible. lie anymore. I just need to tell the truth <laughs> and shame the devil. Well, I had a moment of envy, like serious envy. Um, this week when my pal Darren Kennedy, I was supposed to meet for a coffee, which we had arranged. I said, look, I have an hour. I'm meeting Lottie at six o'clock. We're doing the thing and I have an hour and let's meet and go for coffee. And then he sent me a voice note going, Jen, I'm just going to let you know it's high tide at half three. Let's just go for a swim. Uh-uh. Why? Let's just go. Let's just swim in the sea. Let's just go for a swim. Free. Freedom. I can do this, right? And I thought to myself, I need fucking six weeks to plan that. <laughs> How can... Does any... Like, those who can do that? legs are very hairy. No, it's not for shit. No, I've had laser. There's not a hair on those legs. It's not even the hair. It's the kids and the... Oh, pl- the planning. The planning. I can't just... Does, like, coffee I can do. You know, it was before the pickup... I had that all arranged and then he throws this massive curveball, curveball, like go for a swim. I was like, I can't. And then I was thinking, I miss those days. I miss that freedom. I was mm. so envious. I was like, God, I would love to go for a swim because it's been so hot this week. And just to take off and be spontaneous. And I, I miss that. I love my children, by the way. But I do... It's miss gone. that. It's, it's completely gone. Yeah, it's completely spontaneity gone. is gone. And I met him, I said... I, I can't, like, I need time for that. Did I he get time. it? He totally got it. He was totally understanding. Had a quick coffee and then he jumped in his car and fucked off to the beach and went for a swim on his own. Oh, he, he ditched you? He so ditched me. He cut our time early, probably. Felt like he cut our time early and went off for a swim. So he could live his life. Live his single, free, childless life. And I just thought, and I'm you so jealous. I think, Is that a horrible thing to say? No, I don't think that's horrible at all. I think that's just real. Because I, mean, I love my children. Like You I, don't have I, to I keep... I say that. Did no. I say that? I have said that. You don't have to keep qualifying it. I believe you that you love your children. But it's just it's, a little... Mo- it was just a moment of... God, sometimes I'm so busy, you don't think of those times. And and I get it, you know? When you're single and you're having the time of your life and you have that freedom to go where you want and do what you want. And I just... I just missed... I Do you think you it. took it for granted when you had it? Did you realise you had it? Oh, I realised. I had a great time. Oh. I had a great time. But I was so ready to have kids. And I I told you, I wanted, I was always trying to get knocked up. And I was always trying to be pregnant. But I just had that moment of envy where it was like, God, my life is so planned. I know. Speaking of which, 
I'm so planned for this summer, the first time ever, because for the last four years, I've been in a state of panic. Why? July on and August. Because your child isn't in school anymore. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going out to work. Where are you going? And she's like, I'm not going to school. And you're like, what am I going to do with you? And every other parent has camps and friends and family and nonnas even and nanas and grannies and helping out. I'm like, oh my God, I totally forgot to organize these two months of my life. So you know that, is it a gif or a giffy or a jif? What, you know, the, the, the gifts that we send each other? Well, I don't know what, whatever you're doing with your hands is not what it is. You know that cat that's really busy that's on the laptop? That's like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's in a little jumper and it's organized. A that, gif. A gif, thank you. I'm like that. Yeah, okay. Trying to organize. So I'm like, summer camp, bing. But I love you know, when. Get the have, nana over. I love when we have those few weeks where Florence comes into work. Shut up, Lottie. <laughs> she. It's does when not. myself and Florence bond with each other. She's been in once or twice, maybe twice. And I was very desperate at the time. I understand. And I was let down. I un- oh, okay. And I had to bring her. People bring dogs to work. Why can't I bring my child? No, I'm I'm all for it. But what are you going to do? You're going to send her to summer camp. You're going to let her take up a new hobby. We have a few camps. I have the nana coming over because my mother-in-law has retired, so she's going to come over and help for a little bit. Very handy. I've taken time off. Um, I've just I've just been so organised. But this is the first time ever. But it's a real stress, Lottie. And you'll get to that stage. And I don't want to freak you out. But when they're not in crash and they're in school or whatever and you don't have that, you're like, oh my God. I'll tell you what's freaking what me out about do? what you're saying. Not what am I going to do with them. I'm like, how much money does this cost? You have to be very clever. You like, have to give sexual favours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you have to it's two plan. Of- it's two months. You can't do a summer camp every day of the summer. So you have to have you be met- nice to your family. Lottie, otherwise... This is not going to go well. You'll never work... I did. Again. I remember during the summer, my parents had me in back-to-back summer camps. Yeah, because they could afford it. They, well, With the they laser were, beams they, and the panic it. buttons. They were just obviously wanting to still live their lives, I suppose. But I loved it. I loved summer camp. I loved uh, being gone all day, doing all the activities and theatre stuff. And I'd be out all day doing plays and coming home and making people watch them and I loved all that stuff. I know, but you're not selling it to me because you're very unsociable. Is I this know. what's going to happen to my children? I know, I didn't camps? really have any friends in the summer camps now that I think back on it. <laughs> oh, Lottie! I actually didn't. <laughs> well, that's because you're from like the Rhines. You're like from I just, a different planet. I just, yeah, I was from a different planet. But as you get older, you find other people from different planets, I yes, think. You do. And it gets easier. And then you realise actually really cool to be from a different planet. I agree. I agree. You know? So, yeah, it's been it's been busy, but I think I'm okay. I'm okay. But what else happened this week? I went to Gay Pride. Oh, did you? I did Gay, gay Pride. And did you bring I, the kids? I didn't this year, but I will next year. Okay. Because it was the one time I thought, oh my God, um, I have a babysitter for the whole day. I'm going to go out and have an amazing time. And I had a plan for months, Lottie. Of course you did. But when I went into town and I was walking around Dublin, it was a joy to see so many kids mm, and families. families. Yeah. And it's like, it was, it was like a family event. It was like Patrick's Day, but more colour and happier. Happier and it was more fun. And it was just a gorgeous event. And 
it's nice for your kid to ask those questions and, you know, and, and Did your have kids those ask conversations. questions about it? Yeah, well, there's, I think visibility is key as well. And we, mm-hmm. we know a lot of people that are in, you know, same sex relationships and have kids and it's very normal and, they just kind of take it in their stride. Yeah. You know? They're cool. It's a different generation. It's a different generation, but it was nice to be there as an ally and a supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. And I really want my kids to be part of that and to see that and see me be an ally and a supporter. I think that is very important. And it's a conversation that I think should be ongoing with your kids. Like, I don't think it should just be a once off, okay, we need to talk about this tricky subject for me to talk about with you. I think it should be something that's just, like you're saying, your kids just take it in their stride and that should be the way that it is. It should be just an ongoing conversation and a celebration of all their friends, you know, regardless. And And it's age appropriate as well because she will have, I know Florence is eight now, she'll have different questions when she's 12 and she'll have different questions when she's 14 Mm. and I just want her to know that I'm there if she wants to ask me anything, you know? Yeah. And I think that's keeping that line of communication open and knowing that it's open for whatever is very important. But it was a joy to see. It was gorgeous to see. It was a lovely event and I'm definitely going to take them next year. And do you remember it, really? I remember every second of it. Sure, until sure you 8 do. 8pm and do then you know, it's all a blur. What I, I've just remembered, actually, that I forgot I had to tell you about this incident that happened to me. Well, Fabio was gone to Italy. I can't believe I forgot to tell you this. So while he was gone, I was obviously trying to come up with a load of different things to do with Wolf to occupy him. And it was absolutely piss and rain. So I couldn't go to the park. So I said, I'm going to go to a... Your garden, you mean? The park? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go to a play place, like a play centre. Okay. So went went to the play centre with him. It's actually one of my favourite things to do because... You go in and they're like, oh, um, when your baby is this small, you know, you have to go in with them. I had the shoes off in 0.5 seconds. I was like, yes, this is why I became a parent. I was straight into the play centre. Um, God, the- I hate that. What? Oh, no. Are you I joking? I, like going down the slides and all? Oh, like I was living. I get stuck. I'm too, I'm too big, Lottie. You're probably I the right st- I can size. stand up in them. <laughs> I could stand up and them running around with them. It was brilliant. Oh, so you had a great little oh, play we date. Having, we were having the best time Good. until... So they have a, they had the area split into different sections. So there's like a section for the toddlers and a section for the older kids because they obviously play differently. So I was in the little toddler section with Wolf and it was actually just the two of us in there. There's just a little slide into a ball pit. And I was sitting in the ball pit while Wolf was playing at the slide minding our own business and there's this child who was far too old to be coming into the toddler area comes bounding in up to the top of the slide race down the slide into the ball pit comes out of the ball pit looks at me dead in the eye and goes you hit me and I went I looked around and I went me? did you? Jen did you go the ball pit. This no. is for my wolf. I was. Choo choo, laser beams. Panic yeah. <laughs> Laser beams. I just looked at him and I was like, Me? Why did he say that? I. Listen, kids lie. I. And so I just go, Sorry, me? And he goes, Look. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. To me, so, like, frighteningly dead in the eye and goes, you hit me. Oh, no. So I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. I did, I did not hit you. How old are we talking here? I'd say this child was I'm going to guess about five. Okay. Five, six maybe, five that kind of age. Now I got such a fright because I was on my own with Wolf. There was no other parents around to have my back, you know, that I picked my child up and I ran like the clappers and left. I left my shoes I was gone because I just thought I am, that is dangerous. Ter- I don't know if that child was lying. I don't know if his parents sent him Well, in obviously there. he was lying unless you hit the child. No, I mean. Accidentally. No, I mean, was he purposely going in with a story? Like, why was he so, it was like he went in to do it because it was so quick. Do you know what I mean? What was he getting out of it though? I don't know. Like, Did you brush off him in any way? Did I was you... in a different part of the ball pit. Like, I was in a different. I was at the slide with Wolf, and there was another slide, and he was at the other slide. Hang on. So you're telling me you're in a ball pit in a play center, and a five year old came down the slide, looked you dead in the eye, yes. and went, "You hit me." Yes. And you went, "Well, you shot your pants and you ran." I completely shot my pants and ran because I was scared of him. I was terrified of him. You were afraid of a five-year-old? I was afraid that that five-year-old, who was obviously lying, <laughs> was going to go to his parents. Well, he's not in the room. Was He was going to go to his parents and say, she hit me. And I'd be like, no, I didn't. And then next thing, next thing, I'm being arrested and carted out. Like, you know the way I catastrophize things? Yeah. I, I had envisioned myself now a helicopter coming and lifting me into the sky and taking me away to like an island somewhere. Has your child been in a play centre recently? Has your child said to you they've been hit by a small woman who wears a lot of blusher in a ball pit? If so, please contact mail at genelancy.com. But it was terrifying. Is it? It, yeah, dot com. It was terrifying because kids lie. They just lie. Well, that's very young. That like... I. Yeah. What yeah. would you do? Well, kids can be arseholes. I think we all, can we say that? Some kids can be, can they? Yes. Can we say that? They what about can. the child who called you names on the play date? Arse. Yeah. But do you know what? I blame, oh my God, I sound like my mother. I blame the parents. Well, there, the, I said it. 
I blame the parents. Well, the, I, well, the parents were to blame in this situation because that child's parents 100% saw you on the telly and made a comment about you and the child heard it. And oh, that was definitely the parents' fault. Yeah, but this was the parents' fault. I don't know. I don't think kids are inherently... I don't think they come out bad. I don't think they come out bald. I don't either. I, I, but this I was bad. Parents. That is really weird. Sorry. Why w- can't you go out out in public? Why can't you do that Honest and to have God, a normal experience? I, 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 I swear to God, I left the place talking to myself going, this is why you don't come outside. Mm. This is why you need to stay at home. Mm-hmm. Are you sure it was a five-year-old and not a really teeny tiny small man? Have yes. a think about that. Yes. Have a think yeah. about that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, that's frightening. Well, it's terrifying because it's a lie. Okay. Can I, can we talk about something? Because the summer's kicking off and I know I was talking about my kid going to summer camp and all that stuff. I am so proud of my niece who got her first job. What age is she? Now she's 15, 16. And is that... Re- she's 16. She's 16. Yeah, she is 16. And she got her first job and I'm like, Good on you. And she's, now I'm going to say it, not that she's spoiled or anything, but she, you know, she's, this is her first job, you know, and I deal. thought, oh God, it's a tough old job. It's, you know, in the hospitality industry, in a very nice hotel, I thought, my days, is she going to be able to cope with this? She absolutely loves it. She loves it. I'm so proud of her. And I thought, yes, I cannot wait to get my kids out to work. Okay, they're a bit young. Ah, they're not. Ah, they can get little jobs here and there. And I think it's so important to do and learn the value of money very, very early on. That is imperative. But what age can you throw them out the door to work? Well, I think, well, in my house growing up, it was as soon as you wanted extra money for things. Yeah. So if you wanted money to go buy clothes or you wanted to go to the cinema... You better go and earn some money then. So that's the way it was done in my house. So we all had jobs from the time we were able to work. So I started working weekend jobs when I was 16 and I've never stopped working. And it was drilled into us. What was your first job? My first job was teaching um, toddlers dancing. Oh my God, maybe this is... This wouldn't have been one of those toddlers no, in the play Jen, centre payback. No, no, it was years ago. No, it was a different time. Years ago, it was different yeah. times. Okay, so you used to teach toddlers how to dance. So Little cute. toddlers dancing classes, and I remember going through as I went through school, like in fifth and sixth year, maybe. Any of my other friends who might have had little part-time jobs were all made stop their jobs by their parents because they they would have been of the thought process that, okay, well, it's time to put all your extra time into studying and you've got exams coming up and it's really important. Not my parents. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Jerry and Maura were very much like, well, yeah, if you want to stop working and studying, you'll have to give up all the other stuff then. That is, that's fair enough. And it's great because let's be honest, you know, quite a privileged household for them to instill such good work ethic in you guys. And that's one thing about you and your brothers and sisters. You have amazing work ethic. We're workhorses. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. We work um, probably even to my detriment. I don't know when to stop. Like I, I'm a workaholic. Like I keep going. But it's definitely something that was instilled in me from the moment. It was It was like you have to be responsible and if you want things, they're how not going to be handed to you. Uh, yeah, fair enough. But how does Fabio feel about you being such 
a workhorse because you never switch off. Like you're constantly. He come on, let's go do come more. Let's do this. Let's do that. You're like you're always thinking ahead. He thinks it's. I think he admires it. I hope he admires it. He used to say things like, I've never really met anybody like you before. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, what? Is this not just how you're supposed to operate, you know? And he's an incredibly hard worker. But his job is different, I suppose. When he comes home... He can switch off. He can switch off. You know, he's not bringing the chipper home with him. Like, he can't keep cooking. Does he bring chips home? (laughs) Yes, he does. Thank God. Um, But I don't switch off. My head is constantly going. But maybe that's the self-employed nature of people like us. I think so. I think if you're self-employed and if you've been self-employed... For a long time. To be self-employed. Do you not? No, 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 no. See, this is my thing with Florence. No. I'm like, you're not going into this Mickey Mouse industry because no. it's non-stop and you're always having to think ahead and you're never off, really. Go be a teacher. Go be a teacher. <laughs> Lovely time off, but it is, it is a vocation. It's, I think... Um, what would you be happy with Wolf doing? I want him to do whatever makes him happy. But not be self-employed. But I just don't want him to be self-employed. It's so difficult. Like, I want him to have security. I want him to... I don't want his job to be his life. I don't want that for him. I want him to live life. I want him to go on holidays all the time. I want him to travel the world. I want him to fall in love. I want him to... He can do that being self-employed, Lottie. He's I know, not going but, to jail. No, I know that. But I do think you're a little bit more shackled when you're self-employed because you just don't know how long something's going to last and so you're always on that mentality mentality of work, 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 got to keep the jobs going, got to keep going, got to keep pushing and it's different. You know, I, I'm often jealous of my friends who aren't can, self-employed. Who can switch off. Who can switch off. Yeah, but then there are, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are jealous of you and go, well, you're your own boss. You get to do this. You get True. to do that. True. So there's pros and cons, I suppose. I think with the self-employed thing, someone once told me that well, it, very few people can be self-employed and be their own boss. So it's like one in 10, you know? There's very few people that can, you know, motivate themselves to get up and to go and... Oh, the discipline of it. The discipline of being your own boss. And you need to figure out what type of person you are. So it depends on the personality of the child, you know, and the teenager and the young adult. Yeah. And you got to let them figure that out. Well, he can be whatever he wants to be. I don't care what he is so long as he works hard and tries not to make work his life. Fair enough. I think that's fair enough. Well, we can I talk about something actually that really, really annoyed me this week? Uh, I just need to get it off my is chest. Is going to get us into trouble? No. Okay. Yes. Okay. So did you see this Courtney Kardashian gender reveal? No. Oh, Jen. So Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are having a baby and they did a gender reveal party. And these gender reveal things, I feel like they started happening maybe just before COVID, just before the pandemic. It start, was becoming a big thing on social media. It is out of control. This was like a wedding in her house. There was cakes, there was flower walls, there was um, cannons firing confetti everywhere. There was them on the drum kit raised into the air. It was just so over the top and lavish. And now 
I feel like it's going to start spreading into society. I think it already has. To that extent, though, has it? People are mad about the gender reveal. I I loved that surprise. That surprise. Were you about surprises? Florence was, Enzo wasn't. Okay. But there's nothing like it. There is nothing like not knowing. And then them going, pop. Oh, it's a... It's a girl or whatever. You'll never, you'll never have that in your life. You will never have that. And it's funny because I think Irish people are one of the very few people and we're the very few nations that actually, you know, don't find out. Every other country is like, oh, they find out because they can get organized and get prepped or whatever. Yeah. But I think Polish people as well, they they like to um, keep it a, a surprise as well. And Irish people. I didn't keep surprise. I found out as soon as possible. I just couldn't handle, I couldn't handle the doctor knowing and I didn't know. But did something happen at your reveal? Oh yeah, so I did do a gender reveal, but mine was, I have reasons. A, it was COVID. So I was locked up, couldn't be with my family. So I got a balloon, Jen. Mm -hmm. A balloon, Mm -hmm. that was it. There was Mm -hmm. a balloon delivered to my front door. I took the balloon in, FaceTimed my family. Everybody was watching. So hang on. So you know what it is. Does no, Fabio? No, neither of us knew. So who gives you the balloon? The doctor sends the results to the balloon people. Oh, is that how it's done? And the balloon people put together. Now, they're obviously not really called balloon people. That's just the name I've given them. So, and they bring it and it's at the door. I... Never knew that. I always thought that one of the parents knows what the sex is, no. and then the other one, when they're going, no. oh, is faking God, it. It's a girl. They're faking it, <laughs> and no. it's definitely the female faking because no, no. we're very good at faking. Or you could, uh, or you could like say to the doctor, "Can you give my mate a ring? Here's her number. Tell her what, what it is." Can I just say, what? the HSE? is very, very busy. Doctors in this country are inundated. They're very busy. And now we have saps like you going, can you order a balloon to me gaff so I can well, tell they, me no, mom sorry, and dad? No, sorry, they're not ordering the balloons for you. They're just telling somebody for you if it's a boy or a girl. It's still paperwork they don't need. It's not paperwork. It's a, listen. It's you're, a phone call. You're getting off the point is here. Is it a phone call? Can I just tell you? It's probably an email. There's a balloon in the apartment. There's the Ryans and the Aprilés on the FaceTime. We're all very excited. I was more nervous for this moment than I was when I found out I was pregnant. I don't know why. Because it was going to make it really real, I think. Ugh, it's a yeah. human with a gender. And then we burst the balloon. The confetti is green. You're having a monster. I was like, green? Yay! What? I was like, there's like the whole video, everyone just goes silent. I was like, what is it? Is it was a boy or a girl? What is it? And because I was so emotional, I was starting to cry and get over upset your little monster baby. I didn't know. I was like, "What does that mean?" And then, what did you do? Did you so call Fab- the doctor? Fabio's picking it up, all the confetti's holding them into different lights, trying to see. And then we eventually determined there was a blue hue. There was a faint blue hue. So we went. I think it's a boy. Those balloon people are not very good balloon people. They need to sort out their confetti. It's funny though because we've the whole thing recorded because we were on the on fa- on the FaceTime 
and so we recorded the whole thing. So I, I have that it. video. Oh, you it's need very to put funny. that video up. Oh my god, it's very funny and stressful. Very stressful because I genuinely was going. Was this a message? What's the What's the message? Did you have cupcakes? Nope. Did you have um, feather walls? Nope. So you just have one balloon? A balloon. Grant. Okay. That was it. Okay. And I probably wouldn't have done it if we hadn't been in lockdown. I kind of just did it to brighten up everyone's... So you did it for everybody else? Yeah. Fair no, enough. No, I did it for myself. Fair enough. Bit. Fair enough. Jen, do you want to read what came in from our podcast pals this Do you want week? me to do it? Go for it. Why not? Okay. Well, first of all, I just want to say thanks to everyone who emailed us last week. Um, I did try and get back to most of you. And thank you for your emails. So... This week, somebody has said, Dear Jen Lottie, please keep me anonymous, but I wanted to get in touch about an issue I'm having with my friend. She's forever bringing her sick kid to my house. It's infuriating. I'm a working mom of three kids. And if one gets sick, it is game over. At one stage, she even got me to babysit her kid, failing to mention he had a temperature until she was going out the door. This is completely selfish, don't you think? Or am I being too overprotective? Selfish. Selfish. Not yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's boundaries there. You're saying that as if you're the person who drops the sick kid off at someone's house. I have never done that. I'm not that type of... I may have done it once, but I've probably cleared it with the parent. Jen, sometimes you're really stuck. Okay, listen. The only time it's okay is when it's the chicken pox. Why? Because, you know, with the chicken pox, you're supposed to try and give it to everyone. Do you remember chicken pox parties? Yeah, I don't think that's a thing now, Lottie. Oh, isn't that? No, you know, there's there's vaccinations for it and... I don't know. Do you want your kid? It's the most horrible thing ever, chicken pox. It's awful. It is awful. It's so upsetting. Well, that used to be a thing. Well, look, I think the bringing the kid around, just have a word with your friend and be really open and honest. And if you're too chicken shit to do that, just put it in a text or get your husband to do it or someone else in the family to do it. You know, Don't bring your sick kid to people's houses. No, I know. There ha- and there has to be that rule because it is so upsetting. Like two weeks later and then your kid has exactly the same symptoms as that kid who's just in your house. And then the whole house gets it. The whole house gets it. You get it, it. you're off work, your boss is angry with you. It's a a cycle of... Misery. No, it's It's not a good idea. It's a cycle of misery, it really is. So I don't think that that person is out of line at all. I would say to your friend, here, listen, you, would you please get your kid better before you bring them over next time? Yeah, yeah. But people do it. People get so desperate. And I'm telling you, Lottie, there's a load of sick kids... Going into crashes and going into schools. Oh, well, that's true. Because parents have to work and they're like, oh, just in you go. You'll be fine. Crash is have different. some Calpol and in the door. I think crash is different. It builds their immune systems. You keep telling yourself that. I told myself that for five years. Oh, really? Oh, my God. My kids had everything. Everything. Yeah, but then didn't you say that Florence never got sick? She never really gets sick in school. No, no. She's had everything. Yeah, so it does. It makes... Yeah, well, I don't know. That's a theory, but I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. But she's very rarely... You're not a doctor? Nope. No, three. <laughs> but she's very rarely sick. She okay. is very rarely sick. So I but need I to think... hang in there. Okay, can we just say to everybody, let's just make... I know we're... we don't want to be judgmental and whatever you do with your kids, that's your prerogative. But I think you need to be honest and you need to be really transparent. So if your kid has a temperature or a puke book 
or ugh, threadworm, foot and mouth disease, right? Tell the person you're going to. Well, Tell I, the parent. I think you should treat people the way you want to be treated. So would you like if somebody brought their kid with worms up their anus to your house? I don't think so. I don't think so. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. We really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review. It really helps the show if you do. We'll have new shows in your podcast feed every Wednesday. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.